0: Hi, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakli, and this is today's Tech Briefing. Snap, maker of photo and video sharing app Snapchat, yesterday announced the India launch of the Snapchat Sounds Creative Fund, a grant program designed to recognize emerging independent artists in India. The grants will go to independent artists sharing their content on Snapchat and Spotlight. Snapchat's in app entertainment platform for user generated content to build their audience, the company said in a press release. Starting mid November, Snap will pay monthly grants of up to $50,000 to emerging independent artists for distributing music on Snapchat via DistroKid. Snap has partnered DistroKid to facilitate and distribute payments of $2,500 to up to 20 artists per month. Amazon yesterday got the go-ahead from a South African court to build its planned offices in Cape Town on a plot that is considered a heritage site in a setback for the indigenous people attempting to stop the development, Bloomberg reports. The ruling from the Western Cape High Court said that those opposing the project could not demonstrate that the right to heritage is at risk or suffering any harm, while adding that the cultural value of the site is undisputed. On the contrary, the papers indicated that the development might enhance the land's resources having regard to the degraded state of the site when the authorizations were granted, the court ruled, according to Bloomberg. As world leaders meet in Egypt for the COP27 annual summit on climate change, John Kerry, the U.S. climate envoy and Democratic Party stalwart, said a Republican win in today's midterm election in America would cut the flow of climate finance to poor countries. Bloomberg reports. Speaking at a panel discussion on climate adaptation, Kerry delivered a stark warning about the potential for the U.S. to deliver billions in its share of international climate finance, according to Bloomberg. If what I think will happen in today's elections happens and the House is gone, you're not going to see that money, he said, according to the report. Even under former President Donald Trump, who pulled the U.S. from the Paris Agreement, the country still doled out some climate finance. But those small sums are a far cry from the $11.4 billion President Joe Biden has promised by 2024, according to Bloomberg. Money is pretty much at the heart of the fight against climate change. And as the rich countries dither over their commitments, smaller regional and local action is ramping up. One of the latest initiatives in India comes from Merak Ventures, a sector-agnostic early-stage venture capital firm, and huddled an accelerator-led fund for India's early-stage ventures. Merak and Harald yesterday announced the launch of Climact, a climate tech accelerator program for startups in India. The program aims to accelerate and fund early-stage climate tech startups in India working in areas such as agricultural waste and supply chain efficiency, mobility and transport, climate finance, carbon accounting and sequestration, and digital solutions. Climact is open for applications, and the first cohort will kick off in February 2023. The program will run for four months through June 2023. The selected companies will gain access to an upfront pre-seed capital of $200,000 per startup, with the potential for follow-on investment of up to $1.5 million post the four-month program. Mirak and Huddle said in a press release. Climax Fund partners include Avishkar Capital, Axel, Loop Capital, Matrix Partners. Nexus Venture Partners, Sequoia Capital, and Stellaris Venture Partners. In 2021, climate tech funding was 5.5% of total venture funding globally, and in India, the number was even lower, at approximately 1.5%. We are intent on bridging this gap by investing in innovative tech companies that are solving real-world problems, Sheetan Bahal, a partner at Mirac Ventures, said in the press release. India has seen about $1 billion invested in climate tech from 2016 to 2021, compared with $40 billion across 600-plus companies globally, according to the press release. Huddle will focus on startups that are working on India-specific problems in climate change, supporting the country's 2070 target for achieving net-zero carbon emissions, Ishan Khosla, founding partner of Huddle, added. In software news, Zoho, India's best known and biggest software company, has hit $1 billion in annual revenue, seeing more uptake for its unified approach to business software with products such as Zoho One. Fundamentals matter now more than ever, and our industry has to learn to lower the friction of technology so that technology becomes far more affordable, Kleena Wembu, co founder and CEO of the Chennai company, said in a press release. We have also crossed an important milestone of $1 billion in annual revenue. While growth has slowed down quite a bit in 2022 over 2021, our diversified product portfolio and the fact that we save money for customers has helped us so far. Zoho also announced yesterday that it plans to open 100 network POPs, meaning points of presence, around the world over the next five years for providing users with faster network and it'll double investment in technologies such as blockchain and AI. Zoho spends three times its marketing spend on R&D and has received 25 patents in the last three years, according to the company's press release. The company attributes its growth to strong R&D capabilities across categories and markets, its diversified portfolio, and to customers choosing unified offerings over single products. Sales in India have led growth, with annual revenue from India increasing 77% in 2021. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favourite podcast apps. I'm Hari Thank you for listening.